Hello everyone, you're listening to Talks with Talia with your host Natalia. This is a podcast where each episode will be as if you and I are engaging in a conversation about wellness, philosophy, life updates, and everything in between. So grab a drink of choice and get comfortable. feel free to rate and give us a review. Feedback is always welcome. For more content, follow the Instagram at underscore talks with Talia underscore. I hope you guys all have an amazing week and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Talks with Talia. It's your host Natalia. I am so happy to be recording with you guys today. I am so sorry that I went on a little hiatus. I actually did not mean to be gone for that long. Had some technical difficulties with my podcasting equipment. I actually had to replace all of it. And then I also had some other life things happen, which we'll get into later in the episode. So I do apologize. However, I want to preference that this episode will be the last episode in this season, which is crazy. We are calling it a wrap on season four of Talks with Talia. Thank you for listening to me for four seasons. That's so wild. But anyway, yes. So I will be back sometime in the new year. I'm not thinking I'm thinking I'm going to do like maybe mid-January, give people a little bit of a break to kind of get back on the productivity train because I know we usually fall off the last week of the year, which is totally fine. So yeah, probably mid-January you can expect another episode. So in honor of this being the last episode in this series, it is the first week of December by the time you guys are listening to this. So that means that my birthday is coming up, Um, Christmas is around the corner, Hanukkah has already started by the time this has come up, and so everyone is just in the festivities, and I figured, why not end now, let everyone enjoy the rest of 2023, and we can regroup in 2024, so that's what we're going to do. Before I talk about the topic of this episode, which will be journaling prompts for self-growth, kind of getting us into thinking about what we want our vision for 2024 to be, I'm going to do a huge, long-awaited life update. So, I still live in Boston. That has not changed. (laughs) I haven't been gone that long. Um, it is starting to get really, really cold here. I think we might get snow today. I'm not too sure. It was in the forecast. I don't know if it's changed. But yeah, really cold. I still, you know, try to wake up early and do my stuff. I am finally going back to yoga. I started going back the last week in November, which is crazy. I took three weeks off from yoga because I actually injured my ankle. So while I love doing yoga and I'm so happy to be back, I'm still not at full capacity, which sucks, but it's okay. 
we're learning patience and we're learning baby steps and we'll get back there. But I have been loving rock climbing or I did love rock climbing and bouldering before I injured my ankle. Now I cannot go back. I still love it. Still can't wait to go back. But it's going to be a little bit before I am on the wall again. But yeah, so I love it. I fell off the top of the wall. I was being kind of stupid trying to finish a route. Definitely didn't need to try and finish it the way I did. But I basically tried to jump like and launch, launch myself to the next rock. Didn't grip hard enough. So I caught it. But then I fell and I injured my ankle in the process. So just a sprain. No fracture so we're healing we're good the yoga is flowing slowly again I actually woke up this morning and I went to Whole Foods before I went to my yoga class I needed stuff to juice at Whole Foods I need to grab some apples and some pears I already had the celery and the cucumber in the fridge and so I like was like why don't I go before my class so that way it's all the way out of the way and I can just leave after my class and go home and juice and that's exactly what I've done I also because I didn't have any juice like made before my yoga class I actually picked up some juice which brings me to what I'm drinking so pause if you haven't gotten a drink yet today coffee juice water tea whatever floats your boat whatever time you're listening to this grab a drink it's a great experience great excuse to go get yourself a little coffee go on a little hot girl walk or make it at home I've been loving making it at home recently because it's cold outside so I love being in my apartment but back to the juice I haven't drank any coffee yet today the juice I'm drinking is suja I will say if you're not into juicing and you want to try a juice brand I think suja is really good I love their cayenne lemonade and I've had their I've had some of their juices with the like the lemon they have a celery juice I have not tried yet and I got the cold press fuel which is something I've never tried with tried yet before but it's carrot orange pineapple apple lemon and it's paired with turmeric when I made my carrot juice I made it with carrot oranges and apples I never thought to throw a pineapple in there, so now I think I'm going to do that next time I make the carrot juice, but I'm still on the celery juice right now. So yeah, fuel, definitely love that, helped in my workout class, just what I'm drinking this morning before I drink coffee. I have been trying to drink juice or greens before I drink coffee, so I have something else in my stomach, and I do think that I love the way... I feel, I feel like I have more energy when I drink my juice first. So, what's next? I'm trying to think. I've been pretty boring recently, guys. Not going to lie. Oh, I started a new book called Women Who Run With the Wolves. It's all about the woman archetype. So, I might do like a recap on it. I actually, one of the listeners, so thank you for... DMing me and telling me that I should do this. If you follow me on Instagram at underscore talks with Tally underscore, which you totally should, I post a highlight of like books that I'm reading as I read them. 
And one of you guys commented that I should do like a podcast episode on all the books that I've read. And I was thinking about doing it for like the end of this year, um, like as a season ender. But honestly, I didn't read as much as I wanted to this year. And I'm still reading like this book that I actually want to include in the episode. So I'll probably save it for the beginning of next year. I'll probably do like books I've read in 2023 and books I'm reading in 2024 because I do have a list of books I want for next year. So I will probably do an episode on the books I've read and what I've learned from them because I do think that is a really good topic. So again, thank you. Shout out to you for putting in that suggestion. But yeah, so I started that book. Um, Been elevating my style still. Black Friday, guys. We need to digress. We need to talk about this. Black Friday is not the same as it was when I was a kid. Um, If you're a 90s baby like me, hopefully you relate to this and vividly remember. Thanksgiving night, you stayed up late because some of the stores would open at like 10 or 11 p.m. And you had to get there, baby, because you got to get that deal. So my cousins and I would stay up late. And then when the stores would open, we'd run around and we'd go to the store. And you had to be quick with it. You had to have your list of items that you wanted. If you wanted something specific, if you wanted to go in blind, go in blind. Because you're probably going to find a good deal anyway. And I'm talking like TVs, 60, 70% off. Kitchen appliances, 80% off. Like, my aunt would go with that catalog. She'd circle everything she wanted. And she would literally tell my cousins that we need to go get it for her. Kids these days, teenagers these days, young, will not understand the adrenaline rush of that, okay? Like, I went on Black Friday. I went Black Friday shopping. There were no deals. I think, like, things that I needed, I was waiting to buy on Black Friday for the deal. There was no deal. I think the most I saw for some stores was, like, 20, 30% off. Um, New Balance had a good deal. They had 40% off on select shoes. It The shoes that I was looking at ended up being 40% off, so I decided to strike and grab one of those, uh, which is really nice because they're, like, $120 shoes, and I got them for, like, 70 So it's the New Balance 550, the green and cream ones that everyone wants. Yeah. Um, They're my second pair of 550s. I really just like that shoe. So that was a good deal. I think Banana Republic was also having a really good deal where I think it was 40% off as well. But then if you had their credit card or if you like opened their loyalty card, it was an additional 20% off. So it came up to about like 50, a little more than 50% off total, which is really good. But none of the other stores had sales. So I didn't really do that much shopping. I went to Lush just to stock up on my bath bombs. And they have their holiday scents out right now. I'm going to be honest. I only like two of their holiday scents. And then like the three bath bombs that I get religiously were discontinued like just for the season so they can make room for their holiday stuff. So I was kind of bummed about that. But I definitely ended up getting like the snow fairy one and then there was like this blue snowflake bath bomb as well. I already had the sleepy bubble bar so I didn't need to repurchase that. And then for the ones that I usually get that were like not in stock, it was Avo Bath, 
uh, Twilight. And then they have like a sleepy one, which has like lavender like in it, like like dried lavender in it. I usually get that one as well. So those were like, like I said, temporarily discontinued. So I will be getting them in the new year when they're back. But yeah, and then what else did I get? Oh, I got Nespresso pods, which like were not going to be on sale, but I needed coffee. And I really think that was all I spent on Black Friday. Like I really didn't do any shopping in person. And then for Cyber Monday, again, the deals were like mid, but I ended up getting some stuff on Etsy. Etsy was actually having like 60% off on certain creators, which was wild um, to me. But I ended up getting like a cute little bookmark and then some cute coasters as well as all of my Christmas stuff, which leads me into my next life update. Guys, I have a real tree this year and I'm so excited about it. I had a real tree growing up, which I'm going to put a poll because I think this is a really, really good poll question. Did you grow up with a real Christmas tree or a fake Christmas tree? My parents were two different people. My dad wanted a real tree and my mom liked her like fake tree. So we had a like 1950s aluminum chrome fake tree in one part of my house that my mom set up and loved it. it had the like rotating lights and everything this is a very niche thing so I don't know if a lot of you are gonna know what I'm talking about but yeah just google like 1950s tinsel tree you'll probably find it that's what my mom had in one part of our house and then my dad and I would go and get a real tree and he would put it in the other part of the house and so I always grew up with two trees just because my parents couldn't agree on <laughs> what kind of tree they wanted. So this year, usually I have like a pre-lit tabletop tree in every apartment that I've had. I still have it. It's in my bedroom now. But I ended up getting a real tree for the living room, which was so cute. Um, I went to Castle Island Brewery here in Boston and they had a Christmas tree farm bring trees and like had them in the front of the brewery so I was like listen we'll go pick one up how cute so we did and I also bought like all my Christmas decorations on Amazon because they were having a good Cyber Monday deal and I got like candles to put in the windows of the apartment as well as a wreath for our door lights for the Christmas tree I didn't get a skirt yet I'm still debating whether or not I really want a skirt um yeah I don't know and then I ended up getting a tree topper I ended up getting like the Mario like star <laughs> which I guess leads to my next life update I have been loving playing Mario Kart recently it's something my boyfriend and I have been doing instead of just watching tv at night we will actually play Mario Kart and it's so much fun. So definitely recommend if you haven't picked up video games that you used to play as a kid or as like a teenager, go ahead and do that because it's so much fun. We play on the Switch, but if you have an old Wii lying around, if you still have your DS, because I still have my DS, um, just go ahead and play like some old games that you used to play as a, as a kid if you still have them. Definitely recommend that. So yeah, I've been doing that more, um, I guess trying to get like 
my finances still in order. I feel like this is something like in your 20s, you're always working on your career, on your finances, on your fitness, and on your mental health. So those are things I'm still like working on. Um, I wouldn't say any like major improvements just because like it's only been like two months and I'm in a place at work where I'm not looking to get like another promotion at work. I'm looking to just excel in the role that I'm at and then finance like that's its own journey like you're kind of always just learning new things and for me it's I'm still learning how to grow my portfolio and I'm still figuring out what personal finance means to me in terms of what I want my portfolio to look like so yeah I guess I feel like that's it for the life updates I wish I had more to share with you guys um, I guess circling back to the wardrobe update, I have been trying to really buy less, um, even on like Black Friday, like I said, I only bought those shoes. I actually didn't buy any clothes and I'm really just trying to see what I have, get rid of what I don't need and then just kind of go from there thinking like probably next year it'll evolve again when I do like another closet clean out like deep clean right now I've just been cleaning as I go so like if I wear something that I don't like I just put it in the donation bin versus like me spending hours to go through my entire closet and get rid of stuff I'm just not in the mood to do that and my clothes don't take up so much space to where I feel like I need to but maybe in the future I'll feel like I need to and I'll go ahead and take a couple hours and go through every piece of clothing I own but not at that point yet (laughs) so I think that's it for the life updates um another poll question are you a peppermint mocha girly guy or not I definitely am and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm actually looking at my protein smoothie or like shake that needs to be drinking and like I said I went to Whole Foods this morning so I actually bought like the Rebel brand one which I really like theirs I don't really buy protein that much I usually will make it at home if I drink it I'm really bad about drinking my protein so I really need to get better at it but I don't really I don't know I don't love it but the Rebel brand is pretty good I have the protein drink that's peppermint dark chocolate and it's actually really good so made me think of you know peppermint mocha coffee and if y'all are into that I am very into that and I'm probably gonna go drink one after this episode but yeah so now let's transition into the topic of today's episode which is gonna be journaling prompts for self-growth I wanted to do this as the closer because I wanted us to start thinking about what we want our new year to look like so like like let's soft launch 2024 but in a very non-judgmental not high pressure way um you're kind of just journaling you're just gonna get your thoughts out figure out where you're at right now and where you want to be in a couple months from now and I feel like it's just a good thing to do in the beginning of January or sorry in the beginning of December as we the holidays are coming up we're gonna want to go enjoy them which I think is very fair so if we make 
the list now, then we can go enjoy it, like enjoy the season. And then when it's time for us to get back into going to the gym and, you know, all the New Year's resolutions and all the New Year's stuff, there hopefully won't be so much pressure to have all of that like you know started because you've already started it before the party it's like doing your homework and studying for the exam before you go out like I was always that kid who would try to do all of my chores do all of my homework and then let myself relax this is a similar situation I'm gonna do all the homework all the deep work now at the beginning of December so by the time my birthday comes which is December 14th for anyone who's curious I am definitely a Sag. If you're a Sag gang, love you. My fave. Best sign ever. But yeah, so once my birthday hits, my 25th birthday, I can relax. I'm going on vacation for Christmas. I'm going to Miami. Oh, it's another life update, I guess. I'm going to Miami. Um, So, you know, when I'm in Miami, all I want to be thinking about and worrying about are when my next mimosa is coming and what content I want to get for the Instagram and is my tan good enough I don't really want to be thinking about all of my new year's resolutions that I need to think of because new year's is coming but then when I get home from Florida and it's time for me to do a reset I already have my journal with all of my self-growth prompts and ideas that I can just start implementing I don't even gotta think about it so that's what we're doing here today and if you want to sit down and do the deep work with me for the next week I promise you it'll be worth it you can even turn on your fake fireplace real if you have a real fireplace amazing but I turn on like the tv youtube crackling fireplace throw on some Christmas music and start planning my life then this is the place for you so if you've been an avid listener for me for a while can I even talk today I'm so sorry guys so if you've been a listener now for a while you know that I'm an avid journaler and I do lots of different types of journaling I have a main journal which never leads my side it's the Muji I wish I knew exactly what it's called but it's it's the gray or black comes in two colors Muji notebook that has like solid lines and then like very very faint dotted lines that go vertically down the page so if you wanted to make it a grid you could but the horizontal lines definitely are more prominent on the paper I really just love the quality of the paper I love the size of the notebook it's small but not too small and this is probably my third one now and I can just see it becoming my journal for a long time I'm someone who keeps all of my journals um, since I think I have them since high school. So I get to see like all the different covers slash like journals I picked up through the year. And this Muji one is the most consistent. So definitely recommend if you need a journal. It's also not that expensive. It's definitely under $10. And this is like a catch-all notebook in the way. I sometimes put to-do lists in it. I put brain dumps in it. I will put like prompted journal questions that I either think of myself or get from the internet. And then I have a prompted journal. So this is really useful for when I can't think of any topics off the top of my head that I want to journal about slash 
if I need like more deep dive topics, this journal has me covered. And the journal I have is In No Particular Order by Margot Lee. Margot Lee is a, I would say, influencer. Um, she has a YouTube channel. She has this uh, journal brand. And she also has a podcast called Working Title, which I would also check out. She doesn't post there as actively. That podcast is definitely, um, I wouldn't say a neglected side hustle of hers, but it definitely is a less used platform she definitely doesn't use it as much as her other platforms like her instagram and her youtube and uh she also has like a full-time job as well but yeah so definitely recommend checking her out she's another great content creator but her prompted journal no particular order her brand is really really nice um i like it a lot i use it a lot i sometimes write in the actual journal but a lot of times I just take the prompt from the journal and I put it into my personal journal my Muji one and I just write it out from there but I really like it and I don't know I just think it's really helpful so today's journaling is gonna be all about prompts for self-growth I also am thinking about turning this podcast episode into a series maybe called journal with talia uh let me know in the show notes or sorry the show comments slash on instagram at underscore talks with talia underscore in you can just hit me up in the dms if you're interested in this being a series but i think it'll be fun if we kind of theme every episode in the series centered around different journal prompts for specific topics And a lot of these will be things that I avidly implement into my life. So self-growth. When it comes to self-growth, the first thing I want to do is meet myself where I'm at. And so I always do a life update. And in this life update, I go through the pie chart of my life is what I call it. And I basically section my life into categories and I journal where I presently am in each category and which direction I want to go and I usually break it down into career finance relationship and relationships will be like friends and family my boyfriend um and then maybe like other relationships where like there are people that aren't friends just yet or their co-workers etc and then mindset slash mental health and then the last category being fitness and i'll give you an example of what i do like let's take the fitness one so fitness one right now i am doing yoga i would say four to six days a week is what i was doing before i got injured now i'm doing probably like three to five days a week So my goal is to get back up to four to six days a week. So that's the direction I want to go. And I also want to be able to complete um, a headstand by the end of 2024. And I'm putting that goal really, really far out just because I'm trying to see how my ankle situation is healing. But yes, so I'll make like a goal and sometimes I'll put a definitive um, time on that goal sometimes it will just be like the end of a month or the end of a year etc 
So that's just really important. There's no judgment with this. The You can elaborate as much as you want in each category. And then, like, let's say, like, for instance, my career, right? Like, if I don't really know where I want to go next, but where I am now, I'll leave it, like, blank. And I'll just be like, here's where I am now. And then for the where I want to go portion, I'll just be like, to be determined or something like that. And then I will Google different journaling questions or different insightful questions to ask myself where I want to go in the career sector and so that would be the first journal prompt or first step into figuring out the self-growth mindset the second category is going to be questions I ask myself for leveling up so I have a list of six questions here and sometimes it'll answer all six, sometimes it'll just be one. It really depends on one, the time I have in that journaling session, like how much time I have, into how motivated I am to journal. Because I think a lot of people forget that sometimes journaling takes a lot of mental energy. And if I just don't have the mental capacity to answer all six questions, I will just pick like one or two and then I'll go back another time and do the do like, you know, another one or two or the remainder. So questions I ask myself for leveling up in life is one, what is something that you want to work toward? Two, what is something new that you want to try? Three, why do you want to improve your life? Four, what do you need to let go of? Five, what about your life right now are you happy about? And six, what are you most proud of right now? And I think the most important aspect when you ask yourself questions, a lot of the questions I chose are more on the positive side because even if you're leveling up or doing whatever, that's a positive experience and I don't want myself or you guys if you're following these same questions just to think about all the things that are going wrong in your life think about all the things that you don't like about your life that's a very like diminishing um defeatist mentality and we want to kind of switch that we don't want it to be like that so instead of asking myself you know what do I not like about life right now I'll phrase it instead of what do I want to improve in my life and what do I need to let go of And so I'll give you some examples of how I would answer these questions. Very surface level, obviously. But what is something I would work toward? Again, I think with yoga, working towards getting back to six days a week, you know, completing that headstand. What is something new I want to try? Um, I actually did this, but I've been wanting to go to pottery for a while. And I finally booked a air dry pottery pop up. Um... I actually forget the name of the girl who runs it, so I apologize. If I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But basically, she has pop-ups around Connecticut and Boston of like different workshops that you can do. And mine was called Build a Boob, which means that we were going to build like pottery, but like she's going to show us how to make like the boob cups that everyone loves. And they're not food safe. So once I found out they weren't food safe, I decided to 
learn and still make that at the studio but then when I went home I completely demolished that creation and made something new and I ended up making a yin yang candle and incense holder and I'm so excited to see how it turns out it's drying right now and then I'm going to paint it and I'm really excited so that would be something new that I wanted to try um what do I want to improve in my life I think everything, honestly, every area, but if we're going to go like and pick just like a specific one, I think it would be my home. I really at the point where I'm on Pinterest, I'm saving wall art that I might want to buy from like Etsy or other creators and I'm going to frame them and put them up. I'm at a point in my life where I feel old enough where I want my home to have a theme. I want it to be cohesive. I'm loving the concept of dopamine decor and adding color into my life. For a while, I was very into just neutrals, just gray, which I still am. I think that is still the backbone of my lifestyle is definitely neutrals, but I want to add like pops of dopamine decor pops of color pops of quirkiness personality etc so that is something that I really want to improve in my life is just overall knowledge on interior design and getting my space cohesive so that way the next place I move maybe not the place that I'm currently in even though I am you know still decorating it and seeing what I like and don't like so the next place that I move I think I'll have a lot easier time decorating it and I'll feel like more at home within like the first couple weeks because I'll be able to just go in. I'll already have the furniture I want picked out, put it away I want, and then decor. I'll have like decor that I like and I'll just have to figure out how to style it. And I think that's something that would be really exciting. What is something that I need to do to let go? Um, let go of. I think right now letting go of certain parts of my childhood. I have been doing a lot of self-growth by healing my inner child, which is a whole nother topic. But for instance, when I said I'm going to Miami for Christmas, uh, my family goes every year. So it is a family trip uh, in a way. A lot of my family who used to go is obviously not going to be able to go because we're older. We have jobs. We can't all take off time. I definitely missed last year because I couldn't get the time off. So this year I'm super excited to go because I could get the time off. But now like people that I used to go with, family that I used to go with, maybe was able to go last year is not going to be able to go this year. And part of me gets very sad when I think about all the family things that I miss especially being away from my family um my like first cousins and my more immediate family were very spread out as like my generation but my aunts and uncles and you know extended family cousins a lot of them live in the same you know city a lot of them live in the same city I grew up in and so being far from them makes me sad sometimes, especially like Thanksgiving had passed and I ended up not being able to go home and go see them and things like that make me really sad. And so I think I need to let go of, I guess, like not the sadness, mm -hmm. but let go of the fact that things just aren't the way 
they used to be like they're not going to be like they were in my childhood where every Sunday my family is having dinner and you know I'm five minutes away from my aunt's house I could just go over anytime I want like that is something that I have given up to live my truth and live you know in a bigger city that is something I gave up when I went to school and I lived in New York I'm still giving it up living in Boston and I think that while I love the life I'm creating for myself, I need to let go of, you know, feeling so sad when I can't do things because one, I chose the life that I'm living and I have no regrets living this way. But two, you know, it is what it is and this is life. So I think that would just be something I need to let go of. What about your life right now are you happy about? I think this is really corny and cliche, but I'm really happy about my relationship right now. Um, So I've lived in Boston for almost two years and my boyfriend is the person who came to Boston with me. We lived in New York together. And so he's really become like my life companion. Um, No matter where we move, what new friends we have to make. Uh, both of us are the ones that stay constant in our life and I am really really happy about that and grateful for that and what am I most proud of right now I think if I were to think about this year um, I'm about to turn 25 so this will technically be like my 25th year I think I'm most proud of the way I've grown professionally at work in terms of I have less imposter syndrome than I did at the beginning which is amazing um we love that um imposter syndrome is again a normal fact of our 20s and that's a whole nother episode but I think that in a lot of ways I've overcome certain parts of imposter syndrome so I'm really proud of myself for that and just kind of how I've acknowledged life and taken life into my own hands I've I've always been that type of person who lived the life I wanted to live but you know as a human you have to make sacrifices you have to be diligent hardworking in order to keep you know doing what you want to do and so I'm proud of myself that even when I don't know where I'm going or the direction that I'm headed I in a way trust myself enough to know that I'll get there And so, yeah, that's what I'm most proud of right now. And that brings us to the end of the second question topic. So now the third part of this is going to ask yourself questions about your mental health. So I struggle in the mental health category. I think if you're struggling with it, it really helps to understand your mental health more will help you in your self growth in your self growth journey. So I always ask myself certain questions and these are examples to like get me out of a rut and just remind me that life is more than the daily 9 to 5 grind because I know it can be really hard as humans living in a capitalistic society that you know there's more to life than just waking up going to work going home going to bed and repeating um I think a lot of us fall into that trap and that's okay but 
it's important to remind ourselves that we need to get out of that and that there's so much more to do in life. So questions I'll ask myself are like, what's keeping you from living your dream life? And lately, I would say the answer to this question is, I didn't really know what my dream life was. I had, you know, accomplished graduating college, which I'm very proud of, Um, you know, getting my doctorate degree, very proud of that. Um, learning to be proud of myself for my achievements, um, landing a full t- my first full-time job, you know, getting promoted in my full-time job. These are all things that I've done in the course of a year. And so I got to a point where I didn't know what was next for me. I didn't know if I should pivot out of my current job, if I should move, you know, cities or stay in Boston. So I think what was keeping me from living my dream life was just not knowing what my dream life was. Um, I'm still working on that, so I don't have like a definitive answer for that question. But, you know, hopefully someday I do. But if you do have, you know, a vision or a dream for your life, ask yourself what's keeping you from living that. And I'm sure you'll find really simple answers or like simple things you can do to overcome the hurdles the next question is what makes you feel powerful um honestly for me right now a good outfit which is why I'm working on leveling up my wardrobe it kind of coincides with my home decor situation like I just want to feel comfortable in my home I want to feel comfortable in my body and having my home look the way I want to and my wardrobe look the way I want to makes me feel really powerful next question is what makes you feel powerless um I'm actually not gonna go into this question right now just because I have to think about it more and I don't have a good enough answer for the pod right now but ask yourself what makes you feel powerless it's okay Everyone feels powerless at points in their lives. Don't think of it as like, even though it's kind of a negative question, don't think of it in a negative way. The next thing is name someone who inspires you. What qualities do you admire about them and what qualities in them can you see in yourself? I think this is really an important question. A lot of times when I was in college and other situations I would get asked like who if you could bring anyone to dinner who would it be and why and I feel like for me it was always someone that would inspire me and my answer changes a lot I think there's a lot of people who inspire me um right now honestly because I've been trying to level up my Instagram and my podcast as well it's been other podcasters so I'm going to shout out Peyton Sarton on this one. She has a podcast called Note to Self. And um, she really inspires me. I think what I admire about her is she's very true to herself. um, Always bringing up references from her childhood. You know, carrying her Florida slash Texas childhood with her while living in LA. But she also is very wholesome to me in the sense that even though if you look at her Instagram, she looks like a little bit of a baddie. When you watch her YouTube videos and you watch her or listen to her, watch her podcast, she sounds very more down to earth and very relatable and 
kind of seems like almost like a big sister-esque which is funny because she'll say that other people say that about her and and you know she'll admit that she kind of feels that energy but I have been thinking that before I even like heard her admit it or knew anyone else that you know made that comment so I think that also speaks volumes to she does actually imbue like an older sister um, energy which I really like and I think the qualities I like about her is that she's really good at balancing her like feral party side with her like wholesome side and really showing that you know you can do both you can be a boss woman who goes out and hangs out with their girlies and you can also grind and work and be at your home be in your home with your dog all day so I think those are qualities that I admire about her and the ones that I see in myself from her um probably the probably how she carries her childhood with her I definitely carry my childhood with me I definitely carry my Italian roots with me everywhere I go um very proud to be Italian very proud to be a New Englander but also be a New York a past New Yorker so I guess carrying like where I've lived with me so yeah I definitely have to think about that question more but those are just some of the answers that I think of off the top of my head and the final question is what is holding you back and I'm gonna leave you guys with that what is holding you guys back from you know creating your dream life, getting out of a rut, doing the thing that you want to do. I finally have a list of self-improvement prompts that I'm going to mention from creativeprimer.com. I found this list when I was initially doing research for myself, and I think these are really good questions to pull. Um, Some of these, what I do is I take one of the questions when I'm having like when I'm on like the subway in the morning on my commute to work, I'll take one of these questions and just free flow, free flow journal answer them. And I definitely recommend that you guys do the same. So if you're having like your morning coffee and your journal, maybe take one of these questions. So to end the episode, I'm going to list off all 20 questions. So without further ado, here we go. One. What are three things that you are grateful for today? Two, what is the best part of your day? Three, what is the most challenging part of your day and how did you handle it? Four, what are three goals you want to achieve this week? Five, what are three things you can do to take care of your physical health? Six, What are three things you can do to take care of your mental health? Seven. What are three things you can do to improve your relationships with others? Eight. What are three things you can do to improve your performance at work or at school? Nine. What are three things you can do to reduce stress in your life? Ten. What are three things you can do to pursue your passions or your hobbies? 11. What are three things you can do to make a positive impact in your community? 12. What are three things you can do to improve your financial situation? 13. 
what are three things you can do to improve your personal growth and development? And for 13, you can circle back to any of the questions um, that we listed above in those categories that we talked about above to really isolate what you think your personal growth and development journey should look like. 14, what are three things you can do to improve your communication skills? 15, what are three things you can do to improve your time management skills? 16, write about a time when you felt really proud of yourself and what did you do to achieve that feeling? 17, write about a time when you faced a major challenge and how you overcame it. 18, write about a person who has had a major influence on your life and why. 19, write about a place that has special meaning to you and why. 20, write about a personal quality that you would like to improve and how you plan to work on it. So I hope that you guys find these prompts helpful. I am going to list all of them in the show notes as well so you can have a visual of them to go back to. And I really hope that you try some of them out. So thank you all for listening. Happy end to season four. I will see you all or you will hear me, not see me at the beginning of 2024 and I hope that you guys have a rest a wonderful rest of the year wonderful holiday if you're celebrating and don't forget to find the balance between challenging yourself and enjoying yourself this holiday season all right I will catch you all in the next episode bye guys <laughs>